0: all of our listeners around the world, happy Monday. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for logging on to QMZRadio.com, the Quality Music Zone, and for tuning in to Janoradio.com, of course. Gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Thank you so much. It is Monday, October three move it monday and of course we do it in soca styling thank you so much for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern this is where i read the news and we share our views you can find me on twitter me media moments on instagram moments on the score with on the score me on the score media and you can also find me on tiktok moments with me media And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. In international news, 125 killed in Stampede, in Indonesian soccer match. Ukraine presses on with counter-offensive. Russia uses drones. In news out of North America, 33 people reported dead following Hurricane Ian. New York EMT dies in an unprovoked attack while on break. California Governor Gavin Newsom signs a bill that decriminalizes jaywalking. Oklahoma high school homecoming game shooting leaves 1 teen dead, 1 critically injured. Lack of flood disclosure laws is putting some home buyers at risk as extreme storms become more frequent. Woman who allegedly helped arrange migrant flights to Martha's Vineyard, identified by CNN as Perla Puerta. Hmm. In business and tech news, United Airlines will no longer fly out of NYC's JFK Airport after airport turned down the airline's request, request to expand operations. In sports news, unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant that evaluated Chua Tego has been fired. Shaq open to teaming up with Jeff Bezos to buy Phoenix Suns. In the Caribbean corner, Suriname government considering citizenship by investment program. New tropical wave east of the Windward Islands, Grenada. Is reporting this story government caps freight charges for imported goods. And out of Jamaica Newsmaker Week, nation stunned by two dramatic student deaths. Also, U.S. $400,000 worth of cocaine seized at Sangstas International Airport. A British man has been held. It's Out of Latin America, Nicaragua leader calls Catholic Church a dictatorship. Venezuela releases seven jailed Americans and the U.S. frees two prisoners. And Believe It or Not stories, a Texas girl who shot her father and then herself has died, authorities say. In entertainment news, Ed Sheeran's $100 million lawsuit over Thinking Out Loud headed to jury trial. We're going to have these stories and more coming up for you right after this. Here's a little bit more soca for us to wake us up. Get that blood pumping. So there's a challenge I'm doing for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm joining forces with one of our huge supporters here on coffee and toe on clubhouse atasha so it is 50 squats a day every day for the month of october today's day three let me tell you something my legs are killing me i you know i yes i'm committed yesterday i had to split it in two i did 20 in the morning 30 in the evening i could not do it all but yeah i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to see how i can push through today if you'd like to be a part of the challenge please go ahead and join us you can um make mention of it on instagram on twitter or on tiktok and just tag me all right it's a 50 50 squat challenge no cheating 50 squats But they keep
1: getting wetter, got me feeling like the ocean. Ha, under the wave now. No time to behave now. It's time to go brave now. Winding the bass some winding to the, so. winding to the, wind the bass some Keep winding your waist now. Bend over, practice for the work. Galbrace brace position, gymnast. Love the way that you wind and jiggle it. Bend over practice for the work Girl brace, position gymnast, in front the mirror gal take a flick, pretty like the pens in the showroom <laughs> <laughs> you make me
2: feel pow pow
1: Season, mash up everything dress just so. Oh. But you don't understand when you watch me. I sit that's free that I win the lottery. How you go pick up just so oh, and then dump me, no. And covered your clearing? mash up within dress dress so When I met you Marshall, tell me, hey, that is a trophy. So if you throw anything it go hurt me, no, baby no to Chase you, fuck me already. Girl, your spot, you know how to spend. Where you take care of the children, they should never end.
0: To all the listeners logged on to the quality music zone, remember for quality music while you work or play, log on to QMZradio.com for that good music to help you get through your day and thank you to everyone logged on to jano Radio.com. don't forget to go ahead and download that jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores jano radio take us on the go gotta say thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse thank you so much of course clubhouse is where the conversation happens if you want to be able to give your voice yeah and partake in a good conversation download the app if you don't already have it it is available in your apple and google play stores clubhouse and when you do so just look for coffee intel t-o-e i Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. It is Move It Monday and we do it in Soka style. So every Monday, you're guaranteed a dose of Soca music. You know, it helps to get you started, wake you up, get that blood pumping because you can't help whether you're standing up or sitting down but to kind of move from left to right yeah that's a form of exercise i want to think so even if you're sitting Coming up after Nadia Batson, we're going to get into the details and we're starting off with international news. Keep it locked. It
3: was just last week when I call your name, I did your friend and them. When last did talk to you? So long I ain't talked to you. How funny you're in my sight. Didn't know you was here tonight. It looked like you're doing all right, like money running around nice. I thought you hide it.
0: And I'm indeed glad to be here with all of you this bright Monday morning down here in South Florida. It's a beautiful 70 degrees where I'm at. It's partly cloudy outside but as I look through the window I see blue skies. Yeah, a few clouds in the background. It is a beautiful day indeed. Gotta be grateful, gotta be thankful. It's time for us to get started and we're starting off with news on the international scene. First up, 125 killed in stampede at an indonesian soccer match story courtesy of Baller alert indonesian officials reported that at least 125 people were killed in a stampede on saturday during an indonesian soccer match it was a tragic scene as fans swarmed at the field and opposing sides fought violently tmz reported police were outnumbered and fired rounds of tear gas. In fact, it was a fatal move because fans ran for the exits, which caused a stampede. Dozens were trampled to death and some died by suffocation. Later, there were reports of mass rioting at police vehicles after people found out that riot police inside the stadium caused the death of 153 people. Well, They thought it was 153 at the time. More than 300 others were injured and taken to nearby hospitals. However, a number of them died while being transported to the ER. You know, you hear about these tragedies all the time at football matches, usually in Europe. Um, Do we really get that worked up and amped up and wrapped up in the game that we take it onto the field not realizing the danger that we could be causing now i don't know if firing or choosing not to fire tear gas into the crowd either decision would be the best one i really don't know but let us say the police are trying their best to disperse the crowd and maintain some or reinstate some you know kind of order or discipline something and nobody's listening what is the alternative what is the alternative how else can you get a crowd of riled up fans and supporters to listen what is the alternative just a question how is what is the best course of action to take If there's a large group of people, nobody's listening, everybody's doing what they want to do. I don't know. Is this an opportunity for stadiums to look at how they're set up, meaning ease of access to fields? Because no one in the stands should be able to get onto the field that easily, right? Do they need to ramp up security on the perimeter of the arm um, field between the field and the stands? I don't know. Not sure how it is set up there for them, but just just some thoughts, I don't know. It's really unfortunate that so many people lost their lives when you you know you left home to go to enjoy yourself. And this is what happened. And at the same time Supporters, spectators, fans, whatever you want to call yourself, you have to exercise self-control. I understand we get worked up and we get caught up and excited and we're passionate and, you know, we're ride or die for teams. But let's think beyond that. Safety, security, and the need to get back home alive, all right? Our next story on the international scene comes to us courtesy of uh, the Associated Press by way of WSBN out of Miami. The, uh, okay. Ukraine presses on with counteroffensive and Russia uses drone. Russia attacked the Ukrainian president's hometown and other targets on Sunday with suicide drones and Ukraine took back full control of a strategic eastern city in a counteroffensive that has reshaped the war. Russia's loss of the eastern city of Lyman, which it had been using as a transport and logistics hub, is a new blow to the Kremlin as it seeks to escalate the war by illegally annexing four regions of Ukraine and heightening threats to use nuclear force. Russian President Vladimir Putin's land grab has threatened the push to conflict to a dangerous new level. It also prompted Ukraine to formally apply for NATO membership, a bid that won backing Sunday from nine Central and Eastern European NATO members, fearful that Russia's aggression could eventually target them too. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky announced on Sunday that his forces now control Lyman as of uh, 12.30 p.m. their time. Lyman is cleared to fully, he said, thanks to our militaries and our warriors. Russia's military did not comment on the situation in Lyman on Sunday after announcing Saturday that it was withdrawing its forces there to more favorable positions. I'm just um i just want this war to be over that's where i am at right now i'm over it what what i noticed though and i'm gonna keep my fingers crossed what i've noticed is that for about a couple of weeks now we haven't heard about any more money going over to the ukraine so i want it either it's either one of two things they are using the resources they have carefully and strategically they're good for now, or they're still getting the support, but we're not hearing about it. I don't know. It's one of the two. That's all I'ma say. I'ma leave it right there. <laughs> and those were stories from the international scene. We're just gonna go ahead and get started with stories out of North America. First up, 33 people have been reported dead following Hurricane Ian, and this was as at August um, October the first. Why am I going back to August? I'm in a summer state of mind. But anyway. Uh, Florida Medical Examiner's Commission and local officials and authorities have reported that at least 33 people in Florida have died due to Hurricane Ian. The Category 4 storm hit the state's southwest coast on Wednesday afternoon, bringing historic catastrophic damage, fierce winds, and dangerous record-breaking storm surges. The deaths are being reported from multiple counties, including 16 in Lee County, 6 in Charlotte County, four in Volusia County, three in Collier County, two in Sarasota County, and one each in Lake and Manatee Counties. This is according to ABC News. However, the death toll continues to rise amid ongoing search and rescue missions. Florida officials confirmed there were 21 deaths from Ian during a Friday press conference, of which 20 were unconfirmed because they were spotted during searches and rescue operations. Crews prioritized those found alive and still trapped. Kevin Guthrie, Director of Florida Division of Emergency Management, told news outlets that those deaths included 12 fatalities recorded in Charlotte County and 18 Collier County. However, they have not been confirmed as a result of the hurricane. So, have you all seen the images of, um, the mess of the bridge heading over to Sanibel Island
4: yes ma'am good morning everyone
0: good morning Javette good morning yeah so while I feel bad about it I don't feel bad for them And, and, and hear me out why I'm saying that I do feel bad about the situation but they're gonna get rebuilt pretty quickly. I, 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 <coughs> because it's a wealthy neighborhood, right? So I see um Governor DeSantis, president of the country of Florida, DeSantis, seeing to it that you know they get back on their feet pretty quickly. Um, even though they're cut off by roads there is still access via boats, right? So they're not cut off from the world per se. It's just the convenience of having the road is no longer there. But they're still able to get supplies um, shipped. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but, you know, ferried across, whatever, to them. Um, A very racist community, I will say that. um, That whole little cluster over there Marco Island, Sanibel, Naples, yeah. Um so somebody made a comment. I'm sure Ron DeSantis is now gonna see the importance of immigrants, right? Because they're gonna need the immigrants to rebuild. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. now as it relates to these deaths that occurred during the storm. If you're told to evacuate, why do you stay? What's the purpose of staying? Are you stronger than the forces of nature? Is that common sense? That you're going to ride it out in an area that more than likely is going to be severely impacted. The professionals... Tell you to get out, but you're like, nah, I'm a stay. What is the reason for staying? Is it that you have nowhere to go? Is it that you just think that you'll be okay? What's the reason why
4: people stay behind? Good morning again.
0: <laughs> go ahead, Javette.
4: I don't think there's a specific go-to answer for that. But we all know that the weather is unpredictable. And I think people decide using that thought process, it may or it may not hit. I mean, it didn't hit where they said it was supposed to hit. It hit a whole other place. Mm -hmm. So I think even for like me, the first storm I went through here in Houston, you know, I said, I'm going to be okay. It's no problem. I have a roof, a second floor and a attic I can go to. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's smart or if it's not smart. The other thing is I didn't want to be a part of the traffic out of the city Mm -hmm. to go somewhere else. And I did have other places to go. So at least i'm using what i thought
0: okay and that's reasonable i can i can understand that the people who live near the ocean is that ever a wise choice though i think it's get out especially if you're i i can see what you're saying javette if you're inland you're will you know it's a risk that yeah okay What's the possibility? I, I have um, shelter below. Um, if it's a flood, I can go up, right? But for those who live along the shoreline, is that really the right decision to make? And yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, many times storms do not necessarily hit exactly where they predicted. Um, they can shift north shift south sometimes they go a little further east sometimes they go a little west you know it changes it's nature we can predict as best as possible but ultimately nature decides what really happens right um i would rather leave and know that nothing happened and come back and i'm all right than stay and risk it that's that's me that that's me so Dre says he never leaves. Only fire will get him to move. Dre, I wish... You, I, I hope he can speak. Why? What's... I would like to hear your perspective. Why you choose to... Okay, he probably can't. Oh, um go it's, ahead.
5: It's the, the, same, the same thing as um, um, Javet. The, sometimes the storm don't hit exactly where they say it's going to hit. Um, I always use my second floor theory also the traffic getting out and sometimes you, you 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 move somewhere else where the storm actually go mm. a lot of people left and went inland and went to uh Orlando and places like that and and Lakeland and those places got hit mm-hmm. so you know you, you might run in away from the storm and run into it you know so I don't know I just I just never evacuate I just make sure that the home that I'm in that is is prepared for the storm you know and, and just pray the only thing the only thing um that i will worry about is not the wind and on is sometimes the flooding you know and and that is rare sometimes like uh, a levee after break or something like that but i just i, I never move I, I just ride it out jamaica florida ride it out the mm-hmm. only thing i ever seen that scared me was fire Mm. And that would definitely, yeah, I'll definitely move.
0: That will move you out, okay.
5: That will move me, yeah, definitely. That's another. But I normally ride out the storms, though.
0: That's another great point um, that you've made with regard to in, in Jamaica
5: to... too. In Jamaica, too, I live, uh, you know, on the coast. So, I will never leave. We just the, the house just prepared, so. <laughs> and you run you, you you run from the course and then there's mudslide on the the hillside you, 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 you just you just can't run sometimes
0: yeah you know surprisingly i i was saying telling um my son yesterday as i was doing his hair that cuz we were talking about storms um and we were having a conversation about the shoreline and i said funny enough um there were solo here or she left but we so my parents had a beach house on in discovery literally on the beach right and i remember the hurricane was it 1980 there was a huge hurricane it was either 79 or 80 I i remember that but um it was the pool that saved that house literally the boulders that came out of the ocean let me tell you something don't play with mother nature do not play with mother nature the boulders that came out of the ocean and landed it crushed the pool and then landed right on the veranda where the glass door was and that was it so the house was safe so thank god for the pool but when we looked at the other houses down the street from us they were wrecked we didn't lose the roof of that house everything was intact it was just the pool and thank god but um yeah you don't play with nature that much i've learned about you know hurricanes and where you stay choose not to stay um yeah i don't know the people in sanibel shouldn't they have left isn't sanibel like like a key really which is not that stable that can easily be submerged Underwater, Dre. You're familiar with that side. I know you're in the West Coast. Yeah,
5: yeah. It, it, it's kind of it, it, it's small, like like one of those Key Key Islands. Not a Key, but it's, it's, it's yeah. You know, um, a lot of water can really just make that island disappear.
0: And people chose to stay.
5: And like Key West and those places. And and even though I said never evacuate, I would I, I wouldn't stay in Key West if there's a storm.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. righty good morning to everyone just joining us thank you so much for being here with us on coffee too appreciate you all coming through hope you all had a wonderful weekend i think i did yeah so um but here's the thing dre insurance companies we're going to talk about them later on they're scammers and people in south florida are feeling it because some people are finding out that they've been dropped from their insurance policy and don't, from their insurance company and don't even know it. Where do we, when are we going to hold them responsible? You can't do that to people who pay their insurance because you live in, a, in the tropics, in the hurricane zone. You're susceptible to hurricanes. You're going to drop people. You don't do that. But that's a whole nother conversation coming up in a little bit. All right, next up, a New York EMT dies in an unprovoked attack while on break. The story courtesy of Bala Alert. An on-duty emergency medical technician who worked with the Fire Department of New York was fatally stabbed in Queens on Thursday afternoon while on break. Alison Russo-Elling, a 25-year veteran with FDNY, was working at her EMS station when she went on break, officials confirmed. The suspect stabbed Russo Elling, 61, multiple times before leaving the scene and then barricading himself at his home. This is according to NYPD Chief James Essig when speaking at a press conference. Members of the NYPD's hostage negotiating team and emergency services unit talked the suspect into coming out of his apartment. He was then taken into custody. Acting FDNY Commissioner Laura Kavanaugh, called the incident a barbaric and completely unprovoked attack. To be attacked and killed in the course of helping others is both heartbreaking and enraging. She served at the city for 25 years. She was a World Trade Center first responder. She was cited multiple times for her bravery and her life-saving work. And she was absolutely beloved on this job. Kavanaugh said Russo Elling was the 1,158th member of the FDNY to die while in the line of duty. I wonder what the reason is there. We don't have a reason for that killing yet. Not sure. Oops, sorry about that. Not sure if anyone in um, the New York area has heard anything about it and can give us any update. But we that's as much as the story provides. That is truly unfortunate. Um, was it this, that this person was attacked um, just randomly or was it intentional You know, was there a grievance? But whatever the situation, it is truly unfortunate. So I'm loving the governor of um, California. Can he run for president? He seems to have his head screwed on, right? So he's to sign a bill that decriminalizes jaywalking. Okay, what exactly is jaywalking? What is a good example of jaywalking? You're walking along and you end up in the streets? What what What's a good description of jaywalking? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Rosolo. Yes. Have... No, no, no. We can hear you, Rosolo. A good
6: example of jaywalking would be the jerk that walked across the street this morning where there is no pedestrian. Okay. just walked across the street
0: in front of all the cars. Okay. So that's a good example.
6: All right. Yes. All right. Is that, that a good example? Did I do well? Because I really want to say more. <laughs> My father taught me that Karen had never went to hospital before, right? So I'm very I mean literally I had to swerve and almost hit my car. And remember, you have taught me something before. You say hit the person before I hit my car, but I couldn't do it this morning. So, so that that that's J you know? Sorry. I hope I was not the one who taught you that, was it me? You did. You did. When I hit the fox, you told me next time don't swerve. <laughs> hit The fox, but not Party. the fox is
7: not a person. Oh Jesus.
6: Never hit a person. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, it, hit the person, or go crash into a building. He's, I told him. I said, you're lucky. I had to, I had to, I had to pull, pull over and tell him, you're lucky. Cause next time, I'm hitting you. Ne- I'm not going through the drama of swerving and going through all that next time, I'm almost hitting cars. Next time, I'm going straight for you. <laughs> no, no. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. No, 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 no. I
4: digress.
0: Good morning, everyone. Have a
6: don't wonderful
0: Monday.
4: Never hit a person, please. <laughs>
0: listen I don't okay so I get it thank you for that Um, that that sounds perfect right Javette that's a perfect explanation Um, irresponsible walking but is there any other description for someone who is a jaywalker could be somebody who's drunk somebody who is totally distracted when was the last time you No, were-
5: it uh, it has more to do with the pedestrian, like just uh like what Rosola said, just walking out in the middle of the street, not not crossing at the stop sign and not at the stop light and those stuff and stuff like that, because when you do that you cause accident. Okay. So it, it's more the pedestrian not obeying, you know
0: the road their, rules. Their side,
5: yeah, their side of the bargain you know, of the road rules.
0: <laughs> okay. So California Governor Gavin Newsom signs a bill that decriminalizes jaywalking. On Friday, Newsom signed many bills, from the rap bill restricting the usage of rap lyrics in criminal cases to decriminalizing jaywalking. Assemblymember Phil Ting introduced AB 2147, which is also known as the Freedom to Walk Act. The bill allows pedestrians to cross the street outside of an intersection when it is safe. It also limits when officers can stop a pedestrian for jaywalking when there is an immediate danger of a collision. It should not be a criminal offence to safely cross the street, Ting says, when expensive tickets and unnecessary confrontations with police impact only certain communities. It is time to reconsider how we use our law enforcement resources and whether our jaywalking laws really do protect pedestrians. Ting backed up his statement by pointing out the history of the jaywalking laws. In 1930, the law was put into place due to the rise of automobiles. Ting says the laws are arbitrarily enforced and tickets are unfairly given to people of color and in low-income communities. He also mentioned the police encounters with illegal jaywalking have turned deadly, citing the 2018 death of Chinidu um, Okobi, And I hope I did not butcher his name. Chinidu died during an encounter with San Mateo County uh, Sheriff's deputies. No longer will law enforcement be able to stop people who are safely crossing the street and burden them with citations and heaps of debt. For too long, our jaywalking laws were used as a pretext to stop and harass people, especially low-income people and people of color. The bill is expected to go into effect on January 1, 2023. So let me ask you all a question. Have you, let me rephrase that. Do you always cross at the pedestrian crossing? No. 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 I I don't. I do not always cross at the pedestrian crossing. I look both ways, left, right, left right again even you know I check and as long as there is no vehicle in the distance I'm gonna cross because sometimes going all the way to the pedestrian crossing is putting on a little bit more steps and having me burn more calories than I need to burn unnecessarily when I can just cut right across that that's me when it's safe to do so so if there is no vehicle in sight and I'm crossing is it fair for me to get a ticket no. In my opinion, I don't think so. So, Miss Phyllis, it's just you and I who don't go to the pedestrian crossing. Where are the two?
5: I mean, I don't go to the pedestrian sometimes, but I think it's safer to go to the pedestrian.
0: Yeah. And
5: that's why I do not agree with Gavin on this one.
2: Really? Because
5: eventually, you know, people are unruly already. You know, yes, we we see the clear way and, and, and we do it,
2: mm-hmm. you
5: know. Um even when I'm in California I do it sometimes too even though I know um I, I could have gotten a ticket right mm-hmm. but people just unruly so you you try to cross when they're, they're when it's clear there's people now you're going to have the idiots them that's that's skipping right through the streets oh one two car pass All right, let me see if we can beat that car there right there so like people are like that
0: and mm-hmm.
5: I just think that yeah, we're gonna see more accidents.
0: Let me ask you a question. I,
5: I, I just know I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't agree with you. Don't that
0: support. One. So let me ask you a question, Dre. How, or in California, do you have people at the intersections selling um, fruits and water and that sort of thing, like we do here in South Florida, flowers uh, that sort of thing?
5: It just depends on 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 the, on, on the area. Mm-hmm. So in like in like heavy um heavy populated area yes you you see that and yeah yeah sometimes you see like a fruit truck somewhere you know mm-hmm. and, and and people do that too but the reason the reason why i do agree with it also like if you ever go like just say a tourist area like hollywood right mm-hmm. and you're driving and the amount of tourists and people are there and everybody just walking out in the street you can't ever, you can't ever get down the road okay and that's why it's important to to to, to certain areas especially heavy populated areas where a lot of people at mm-hmm. because you as a driver you just can't get around you you can't get around with all the people everybody just walk out on the road and like i said people are just unruly
0: okay i see what you're saying so but my question then is for those who pedal in the streets and not pedal meaning begging but those who are actually selling their wares they're selling floral arrangements um you know same with the bags of oranges or guinets and limes and so on and so forth at the intersections where there's a stoplight and sometimes they have to dash across the street to sell to a customer who is waiting right um were those laws affecting those people do you know because relaxing the law could actually help them they would be able to sell and not worry too much because you know they have to navigate the the vehicular traffic was it affecting them i mean
5: well i mean in california i don't really see like the people peddling like that but um they more have like a stationary a stationary you know like a, a a truck Okay. That will park somewhere, yeah, you know, really kind of different. They, they don't really want to buy walk out and all of that. But okay. they have their little vendor stand and stuff like that, so they're not walking out in the streets, so, as far as I see.
0: Okay. All right. Got gotcha. you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Let me just check the chat to see if we have anything there. Any comments? Go ahead, James. Good morning.
7: Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I actually, I don't think it's a bad law because the gist of this law is pretty much to protect minorities from the, the police officer. That's what I'm getting from it. Mm-hmm. Because because it affects, you know, people of color more than because you know, I'm sure they see like, you know, this, you know, big neck white man in a in his suit, crossing, jaywalking, they're probably not gonna get a ticket, right? So I think the law is more to protect from the police, but it doesn't it doesn't protect you from stupidity because if you you know what Rosola was explaining? Like she would have her right. If if she hit him, mm-hmm. like he's not going to get any right. So it, it doesn't protect you from being from from stupidity. Like if you want to run across a, at a busy intersection and get hit, yeah, like you're going to have to bear that responsibility, right? Like right, the person that hit you cannot be held responsible because you know, like you are um, putting your life in danger. But I think it's more to protect from from police and. One of the things that I've seen too, because I think two weeks ago I saw something like that, and I was like, man, this woman is crazy. But then when I look into it, I had to empathize with her. Like it's a senior citizen with a walker, and she was crossing, she was jaywalking. But when you look, at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, this woman is crazy. But when you look where the the crosswalk is, Mm
2: -hmm.
7: like for a senior citizen, it's going to take, she'd have to walk like, you know, should have to walk down the street, like, almost like half a kilometer or something to, to get to the, 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 the crosswalk, to walk back up, and for, like, a senior. So, like, in a lot of cases, like, I've seen seniors who ask, like, a young person to kind of walk them across the street when it's um, safe to do so, or sometimes people put up their hand and, and you know, um, wave to the car and say, you know, please stop, you know, I'm crossing a senior. Right. So, I think we have to look at all of those um, things, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I support it because I do believe that, you know, certain things allow certain communities to be targeted, right, to be burdened more than they already are. So I, I, I embrace the relaxing of that law. Now it's up to everybody to act responsibly. And we understand, we know that, you know, you have to think for some people because some people just don't know how to think reasonably. You would think everybody has common sense and you learn that common sense is not so common after all, right? Um, but unfortunately, some people were being targeted. And, you know, we want to create an environment of equality and equity and i think this is a way to you know go in that direction um yeah everybody just got to be responsible you know um yeah you can't please everybody you know let's see how it works out if they will if they'll have to reverse it later on if there is an increase in um vehicular incidents with pedestrians let's let's see what happens this next story is so unfortunate. An Oklahoma high school homecoming game shooting leaves one teen dead and one critically injured. And this um, story is courtesy of Ball Alert. A shooting at an Oklahoma high school football game has left one teenager dead and another in critical condition. Authorities say the suspect is still at large. The incident occurred just before 10 p.m. at McLean High School in Tulsa. Police responded to calls of a shooting during McLean's homecoming football game in front of a crowd of hundreds against Miami High School, ABC News reported. Officers found two teenage victims suffering from gunshot wounds. One, a 17-year-old male who was pronounced dead at the scene, and another 17-year-old victim who was immediately taken to a local hospital and listed in critical condition. The teen has since improved to stable. Dozens of officers converged in the area assisting with crowd control and looking for the suspect. Our K-9 unit and several officers scoured the nearby neighborhoods as we believe the suspect took off on foot. Unfortunately, the trail went cold. The incident did not happen at the actual game, but reportedly near the school's tennis court area, KTUL reported. Police say the suspect, excuse me, is still at large and is believed to be armed and dangerous. The only description they have of the alleged suspect is that he is a 17-year-old black male. <sighs> um really, is this necessary for us to be doing this at games? Young people, what's up? What's going on? Come on, young folks, get it together, get it together. You're killing each other. Gives your give yourselves an opportunity to live. Give yourselves that opportunity. You know, Saturday, we went to um, a football game. My son's football team and another school. He couldn't play, of course, because he is barred from playing right now because of his concussion. By the way, there'll be no coffee till tomorrow. I have to take him back to the neurologist tomorrow for a follow-up. But we're sitting, I'm sitting in the stands and I'm looking at, Both sides of the field, right? The opposing team on the other side and all their supporters and our school's team. The stands are full. And I just sat there. And I was like, now can you imagine you're at a game and somebody starts some foolishness? And only to come and see the story this morning. When we're going, let me tell you something. There are a lot of cops that are at the game, right? Um, You're scanned. You cannot get in. It's one way in onto the field, well, into the stands. One way in. Um, You are scanned down properly. Well, no, there are two entrances. I'm sorry. Two entrances, one on the other side of the field, yeah but they are heavily manned with police you you are scanned if you have a bag you got to open up your bag show what's in the bag empty out your pockets it's worse than TSA but I appreciate it I appreciate it um now what happens on the outside of that we can't really control but I truly am grateful because you cannot take any chances and there is a zero tolerance policy when it comes to the kids, right? They're not having it. No weapons are allowed in the state. What do you call it? The park, whatever, the football field, nothing, nothing of that. Um, we, so we, I don't know, how are we going to get through to our youth that violence is not the way? Last week, we spoke about the stabbing of the young lady at the school in Jamaica. What's going on? Are we so angry? What's going on with our young people? We're losing them. We have lost some of them. Literally. How do we get them to see that there is an alternative and that it's not worth it? Now you are on the run. Wanted for murder. I hope the one that has improved, the one that was critically wounded, is able to shed some light. Give us the truth about what went down. 17-year-old. I know we've spoken several times about, you know, raising children and how hard it is, especially in this day and age, and how disconnected we can get from our children because of trying to put food on the table. I would love to sit down with our grandparents and ask them what were the challenges they had. I don't know if any of you have ever asked your, your parents or your grandparents, what were some of the challenges they faced with young people when they were raising children? Were there incidents of violence, a high rate of incidents? was the go to to just kill somebody eliminate them and that's it that's over with yeah problem solved what was it like for them in the 60s and the 70s 50s possibly have any of you ever asked i've never asked and i think this is a question i'm going to ask my mom how did people resolve conflict Why is it so easy to stab somebody or shoot somebody? Why is that the answer? If we don't try to turn the tide, I don't know what's going to happen. How do we? And, you know, I was watching on TikTok some commentary as it related to the incident that happened at the high school in Jamaica. And the people who were making the commentary were not uptowners. So let's take that off the table. Right. Their consensus is that you cannot talk to these young people and they are blaming their parents because the parents are more interested in being friends instead of being parents. Said parents want the schools to discipline their children, and when the schools discipline the children, they're the said parents who go up to the school to fight off the teachers. Isn't that a problem? That's a huge problem. You can't talk to the youth today because their parents can't talk to them because the parents are more interested in having them as a friend than being their parent. parenting can be done with compassion empathy it doesn't have to be a dictatorship like you know some of us are probably familiar with where children are seen and not heard you do as I say and I say you do and answer but none of that it doesn't have to be done that way right you can be a parent and be a friend but understand that you're a parent first you have to discipline your children. Otherwise, the world, the, the world will discipline them for you. Why are you afraid to tell your children no? And under have them understand why you tell them no. Have them understand why going down to Mary's house is not the best decision. Have them understand why they can't have everything they ask you for. If you don't teach your children self-control, how then are they going to learn it? How then are they going to learn it? You have to teach them that. It's your responsibility as a parent. You decided to engage in sexual activity. You understood that. Having sex could lead to pregnancy. You get pregnant, you decide to have the child. Understand the responsibility that comes with it. They're not just for dressing up like dolls. And for people to ooh and ah over. There's a huge responsibility that comes with that. Do we always get it right? No, but damn, try. Try 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 to do your best and this thing where you know one about a chat to my pit nobody can't talk to my pit I me mean, one can't talk my pit, I, something is wrong with that mindset because when your child hears you saying that you know what you're telling them it's okay to disrespect anybody especially those who are in authority no i'm not saying that those who are in in authority are always right either that's not what i'm saying but i'm being let, let's have a reasonable conversation children killing children and i'm glad it wasn't an uptowner or or uptoners who were making the comments i'm glad it was people out of the same communities who have a problem with how Parents are raising their children. When are we going to fix it? When are we going to fix the problem? Parents. We are being blamed for churning out the children that we have. Other parents are blaming us. So when are we going to fix it? If a teacher reaches out to you and is asking you for help, they're asking you to come and meet with them. Uh, hold on, before I even go no further. uh, we're Oh, Kalisha isn't here. She left. But... You know what's funny? Last week we were talking about the uniform situation where the uniform is supposed to be a certain length and the child was turned back from school because the uniform was not meeting the requirements. Right. And there was a huge uproar and la 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 and carrying on. But, I'm, you know, we, we spoke about affordability. That probably is the last the parents use that to get the uniform. And them can't afford to get another uniform. I, you know, we, we had the excuses. But stop. Stop for a second. I'm going I'm to tell you this. So, we have a relative who is opening a business in Jamaica to do eyelashes, Right? And having a conversation with her, I said, wow, and people really spend that kind of money for put on eyelashes. Let me tell you something. I am in the salon already. Mothers in the salon. Out them own mouth attack. Boy, I'm not have no money for buying a pampas or baby food, you know, but I have look good because I must catch a man tonight. So, yeah, I have to spend the money under do my hair and do my nails and do my eyelash. Hmm. You see the problem? And then those are the parents who will turn around and ball so they don't have no money for buy school uniform, school shoes, or school bag. Don't have money to buy pampas or baby food. But them have the money for putting the hair, put on the nails, and put on the eyelash. Am I supposed to feel sorry for them? Be honest with me. Am I really supposed to feel sorry for mothers like those who refuse to raise their children and focus on themselves because I need to catch a man tonight. It's hard for me to turn around and help you. I'm sorry. Because your priorities are messed up. So I think it's time parents, check yourselves. Check yourselves. So parents will find the money for what they see fit. Then reach a dance. But then we balance it and a muddy for buy a school book. Here I do. How much is it to... I don't, I don't even know what the cost is to put in here in Jamaica. I don't know. I don't know what it is to put our nails down there and to... Um, I really don't know what the cost is. But them fine it for do that. But them... Nah, fine it. To take care of them. Pitney. Our priorities are messed up. Messed up, but... Parents, I don't know what we're going to do. What we're going to do, I don't know if it's our parenting style. I don't know. I don't know. If anybody has the answers, please, let's put our two cents in. But these children are killing each other. Everybody wants to be a grown-up. I guarantee you these kids who are out there in the streets 17 year olds with guns shooting. I bet them can't even do them own laundry. Put them in front of a stove. They can't even cook a meal. I guarantee they probably can't even pay a bill, but they grown out there in the streets, acting grown, doing grown people things. A woman who allegedly helped uh, arrange migrant flights to Martha's Vineyard, identified by CNN as former Army counterintelligence agent Perla Huerta. Perla, the woman who allegedly helped arrange migrant flights from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts, yes, has been identified. Story courtesy of CNN. About 50 migrants were flown last month from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in two planes organized by Florida's Republican governor as part of his criticism of the federal government's immigration and border security policies. Attorneys for the migrants have filed a class action lawsuit saying they were misled in agreeing to the flights after being told they had arrived to housing, jobs and help with the immigration process. No one on Martha's Vineyard knew they were coming, local officials have said. A woman named Perla offered clothes, food, and money to one migrant who had been living on the streets of San Antonio, Texas, in exchange for finding other people who would go on a flight to Massachusetts, the migrant told CNN. The recruiter was unaware of any deception and later felt betrayed by Perla.
2: Hmm.
0: A friend of Huerta confirmed to CNN the woman in a photo provided to CNN by a migrant is huerta the new york times reported other migrants have identified her from pictures taken of her in san antonio according to rachel self an attorney who represents the migrants cnn has reached out to huerta for comment she served in the u.s army for more than 20 years a u.s army spokesperson madison madison sorry bonzo confirmed to cnn She served as a combat medic specialist and a counterintelligence agent. Interesting. Okay, She was discharged in August, citing military records. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has disputed the migrants did not know where they were going, saying they had signed a waiver and had been given a packet with a map of Martha's Vineyard. It's obvious that's where they were going, he said, adding it was all voluntary. I- I'm waiting for this investigation to be done to see if he is guilty of all the other charges that they're trying to um put on him, which I think he is. But Fella, you s- your name is Hispanic, so yeah, I'm going to just leave that right there. And those are stores from North America. We're going to take a quick music break. When we return, it is a business and tech news. Here we go with some soca to wake us up today. It is moving Monday. We do it in soca style here on Coffee and Toe. Thank you so much for being here with me.
8: Hey, hey, hey. Rock on
0: To all our listeners, logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QNZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening online on JonORadio.com. And thank you so much to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews
9: sugar on your skin
0: Coming up later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, it is Days After Dark. Join the crew, Moments With Me, Marlon, Rose Solo, and Sonette as we talk about relationship issues. Tonight, it's The Great Expectation. We should have had that last Monday, but yeah, that didn't get to happen, unfortunately. So we're doing it tonight, The Great Expectation. What are our expectations when we get into a relationship? Are they too high, or sh- you know, should we just wing it? We're going to talk about that. 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Join us right here in Clubhouse if you want to be a part of the conversation, or you can listen live on QMZRadio.com and JohnORadio.com. <laughs> So here's something else I'm inviting you to be a part of. It's a challenge. It was introduced. Well, let me let me reword that. So Tasha, who is one of our big supporters here on Clubhouse, Tasha threw me into the challenge. It's 50 squats a day, every day for the month of October. Day three. My legs are sore. Yes i'm gonna have to split it up i can't do it all at once yesterday i had to split it in two i did 20 in the morning um 30 in the evening the day before that i did um i did my 50 yeah (sighs) when you gotta climb stairs it ain't no joke right but i'm doing it i'm doing it so if you'd like to be a part of the challenge please join us as we honor breast cancer awareness right so yeah, I think all of us, our lives have been affected one way or another by breast cancer, if not directly through family members. Um, some have been able to beat it through early, early detection. Others have lost the battle, not that they didn't put up a fight. All right, so we, we celebrate everyone who had to go through it and we love on those who are going through it right now. It's important folks to get yourselves checked. Do that self-check. If you're not sure how to check yourselves, you know, speak with your healthcare provider all right jump online there is a lot there are a lot of resources a lot of videos okay and you know your body best if you feel something that just doesn't feel right check it out all right early detection is the key to improving your chances of survival all right well I want to say thank you for that one GMB neutron and here we go with business and tech news so united airlines will no longer fly out of nyc's jfk airport after the airport turned down the airline's request to expand operations i wonder why okay the commercial airline will stop flying out of the new york airport after its last inbound flights on october 29 the company wrote in a memo that was shared with travel and leisure the decision comes after United requested additional slots at the major airport, but said it was clear that the process to add additional capacity at JFK will take some time. Currently, the airline operates four flights daily out of JFK, while most of United's flights into the New York area come out of its Newark Liberty International Airport hub. United will continue to fly out of New York's domestic airport, La Guardia. Given our current too-small-to-be-competitive schedule out of JFK, coupled with the start of the winter season where more airlines will operate their slots as they resume JFK flying, United has made the difficult decision to suspend service at JFK temporarily, the airline wrote in a statement. We know this news is especially tough for the 100 employees who work at JFK. We held a series of in-person meetings earlier to ensure that the teams know that no one is losing their job and that we're going to work hard to make their transition to other nearby stations as smooth as possible. United said the suspension of flights out of JFK was temporary and the company could continue our pursuit of a bigger and more desirable schedule for our customers and be ready to seize those opportunities if and when surface so as I'm reading that I'm thinking about something Marlon said to me yesterday and I I, please tell me it is not so I'm not sure if anyone else heard the news that what's his name Uh, Tesla guy who owns Tesla Musk. him yeah he is going to be releasing employees to ensure he gets a $20 trillion bonus, please tell me I'm not hearing that right. Please tell me I was dreaming when I heard that. So I'm like, hold on, doesn't he own the company? Well, I thought he did. And you are more concerned with securing a $23 billion bonus bonus for yourself that you would much prefer letting go of employees christmas is coming
4: folks what type of frackinackle see that's why sometimes i just don't watch news on the weekend or watch yeah what (laughs) i need to google this please
0: please and somebody please tell me that we did not hear correctly Because all kind of emotions got riled up in me. When is enough enough? When you're dead, you can't carry it with you. Can you take it with you when you die? We all going to die. We're not going to be here forever as much as some of us would like to think we are and are doing everything we can to see if we can be here forever. We're not. And as we go about amassing this wealth, what is the purpose? Just to sit back in your lonely life? Because being at the top is lonely for some people. Because people only rally around you for what they can get, right? So I believe he's a lonely soul. That's how I feel. I may be wrong. And no, I'm not hating on him. I am not. You want to be wealthy? Be wealthy by all means, but also be reasonable. The same people who help you to acquire your wealth, you want to get rid of them so that you can acquire even more wealth. $23 billion. What is $23 billion to you, Elon Musk? That's my question. If that story is really true.
4: So, come on, (laughs) Javette. So, I'm reading an article, and part of the article says, Musk, who collects no salary from Tesla, right, should now have unlocked the final three parts of his 12, whatever that word is, bonus scheme. (laughs) I don't see anything about letting people off laying people off i don't see anything yet yet okay but i was just shocked at the point where it says he does not get a salary
0: i don't believe that well does he need a
4: salary isn't it his company that's what i'm saying uh he has to be getting money from somewhere uh-huh. so i'll keep reading
0: yeah we, we're gonna do some dumpster diving some research because When we heard it, we were both shocked, okay? So I need to get to the bottom of this. Because if he does that, he's a heartless soul. Heartless. By the way, not to digress or to go off on a tangent, Miss Kitty's on the file. (laughs) Have you heard the men who are commenting on Miss Kitty? If you don't know who Miss Kitty is. So Miss Kitty is a radio personality. She is a social media influencer. I want to say she's also an attorney at law. But she's been making some comments lately that men are not too happy with. Oh boy. Yeah. Men are going in on her. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we'll talk about Miss Kitty in a little bit. So. Sports news, unaffiliated newer trauma consultant that evaluated Chua Tago um, has been fired. The unaffiliated newer trauma consultant UNC that cleared Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua to return to last Sunday's game against the Buffalo Bills has been let go. ESPN reports that multiple sources claim the consultant made several mistakes when evaluating the QB. Tago left Sunday's game after slamming the back of his head on the ground. He had a hard time getting to his feet and fell after taking several steps. He was taken to the locker room to be evaluated, and it was decided between the team doctor and the UNC that he could return to the game. The quarterback sustained a second head injury just four days later. He was carried off the field on a stretcher during Thursday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. An investigation into Tago's quick return is pending. Still, the players' union decided not to wait for the outcome to cut ties with the UNC. The NFL Players Association decided to part ways with the consultant, stating that Tago's impairment was evident and he should not have been cleared to return. One source said that the outside doctor who was approved by the NFL and the union was removed for concussion protocol violations. The doctor gave an initial diagnosis that Tago did not have a concussion. A joint statement was released by the union and the league on Saturday. And it was stated the NFL and the NFLPA agree that the NFLPA's Mackie White Health and Safety Committee and the NFL's Head, Neck and Spine Committee have already begun conversations around the use of the term gross motor instability and we anticipate changes to the protocol being made in the coming days based on what has been learned thus far in the review process. The NFL and NFLPA share a strong appreciation for the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants who contribute their time and their expertise to our game solely to advance player safety. This program has made our game safer for the athletes who played for the past 12 seasons. Shortly after announcing the UNC's dismissal, the union said it was working on modifying the league's concussion protocol. The union indicated the changes could come within days. The review is expected to take at least another week or two, and the NFL expects to release the results almost immediately after, according to ESPN. Tego remains on concussion protocol and there is no timetable for when he might return to the field. I don't think this is just um, yeah, uh, I don't think you can hold only the UNC personnel responsible. Here is my angle, my take, my personal opinion, those of moments with me. So Miami has been doing well this season. You you hear me in here all the time cussing Miami out, right? Yeah. Marlon hears me all the time going going in on Miami. So this season, they've been doing good so far. They've been winning their games, right? They lost, what, one or two? Marlon, you can let me know if it's one or two. Not sure. And they're riding that wave, and they're feeling good, and pumped up and yes we got to keep this going because we have stakeholders that we have to appease investors on their back owners on their back i don't think this was just the decision of the unc i believe the decision to put him back in the game came from up top get him up get him back on that field we have to keep winning We can't take losses right now. That's my opinion. Should the UNC be the only ones held responsible? No. The coach has a foot in it, too. Whichever coach went along with it. And let's keep climbing up the ladder, the chain of command, the directive came from somewhere. Nobody wants to face a loss because nobody wants to lose their job, so we're going to get him in the game no matter what. Now I think he's out for the rest of the season, my opinion. Marlon, do you want to comment on your sport and how you feel about your team and your team's careless decisions?
10: No, 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 no. I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, the coach is the, um, well, and anyway, a good morning, everyone. Good morning, sir. Um, I just want to say the coach have a lot to do with a team. He's the backbone of the team. He's the leader of the team and you should know your players. And if somebody gets injured, you should know to look at that person and say, listen, sit this one out. Um, you're not 100. Let's put the other person in, and and the coach need to be blamed for. Like, yes, you could blame the doctor, can the doctor clear him? But if you know who you, your your players, you could know something is off with, with the player, yeah. even the player themselves. Sometimes they don't even know what's going on because they're so energy and ego and all that. They want to win and they want to get in there and they want to do this. It's sports sometimes you have a broken leg and you want to play. you want to play I know I've been there because you're so pumped up you just want to get out there and play with your team you want to help them win no matter what it is but you as a person yes you need to understand that no my but something is wrong because you know something is wrong and the coach should know something is wrong because he's off so at the end of the day I blame the coach. Him, the doctor, and Stephen Ross, the owner. Mm-hmm. Because Stephen Ross is not an easy person to, 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 to play to, um, to work for. You know, he likes to let people go if you don't follow him his his rules and regulation. So the whole team need to be get punished. I mean, not the rest of players, but the rest of the IR people. They need to be punished as well. Not just the doctor. Mm-hmm. He was just probably a slip a check under the say, hey, clear him so he could go back and play so he could win. I don't put it past Steve or Ross to pay the doctor off. Because that's how he is. Um is it my team? Yeah. Do I love my team? Yeah. But when it comes to being stupid, yeah, they were stupid.
0: Thank you, Marlon. I would rather them lose, and I hear your mouth, and I go off, cause I'm sick of them, cause I think they're a waste of time. <laughs> you know, let me behave myself and not dogged about that bad. But um, I would rather them lose. Without him being in the game, they lost it anyway. They still lost the game. They still lost the game. You know, you have to know, no matter who is signing, signing your check, you have to know where to draw the line. You have to know when to say no. And if it means you lose your job, you lose your job. Another door will open, something else will happen. If the. No, co- Mar- Go ahead, Marlon. Doctor, gonna lose his
10: life? I know he can't get another job. Especially in the NFL. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to get another job in the NFL. But I wonder if he's, he can lose his license for that.
0: He may.
11: Uh, he may. Yeah, malpractice. He
0: yeah. He definitely could. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because you're right, Sunette. Good morning, sonette You did put it in the chat. The doctor takes an oath. Do no harm.
11: I don't remember the whole thing because it's super long and I'm not a doctor, but I do remember part of it is do no harm. That's why I did that doctor. But, yeah, he could be in at risk of losing his, his profession. He doesn't um come up. I Mr. his story, but I know I got it just before you talk about
0: it. Yeah, you know, we're talking about Tego and the, the UNC, the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant that cleared him to go back in the game. Of course, he's been let go. let me look at son number three that our son right as much as he had the concussion and as much as he's wobbly sometimes sometimes he goes off balance in his mind he wants to play but everybody does no you cannot play the neurologist we took him to last week no you can't play and i spoke about technology and how i love it because the information is sent over to the school right away he cannot play. We have to take him back tomorrow morning for a follow-up. I know he still can't play. Marlon knows he still can't play. And I know the coaches know he still can't play. And he probably, I know he wants to play because the, the, the final game is the, is the end of this month. I know he wants to play. I know he hates being on the sideline. It's his last game. It's his last year in high school. It's his last game of his high school football career. But I'd rather him be on the sideline and healthy than they put him back in the game for what? Concussions are nothing to play with. Saturday when was, when was the game Saturday yeah Saturday was the game and you know there are signs there and Marlon is so right there are signs there so after the game on Saturday you know he and his friends they come over and then you know we all are hungry so we say okay let's go to the food truck so we are at the food truck 12 o'clock at night and um, his head is killing him the lights are killing him out there I'm like, okay, close your eyes. Because he left the shades at home because he has to wear the shades because light affects him. And that's on a high school level. So you want to tell me that on the professional level, they didn't see anything wrong with him? Come on, man. And that is why I feel the call for him to get back on the field was coming from the higher-ups. Get him back out there. We cannot lose the game. We need to win this game. We've been winning so far. Let's ride this out. Well, Miami, this bad decision that you made is going to cost you.
10: And it probably cost them rest of the season too. Don't be surprised if the NFL suspend them. You know, you never know, but um I think the quarterback they have now He's not going to win any games for them.
0: Oh, damn! He's that bad.
10: I, I have nothing against Teddy, but I don't think Teddy is the man to take to, to lead the team. Why? I don't know. I don't. I just don't have. I just don't have. Um, Do,
0: don't is know. he not a good team player? Does he not make the well, right calls, or what?
10: He's been in the league for a while. You know, he's played for Denver. You know, a couple of I think Minnesota, a couple other teams. He's been around for a while. But I just don't have. Uh, but that's this is me. Let me know. <laughs> if he wins and stuff, there I'll be happy. But me personally, right this minute, I don't have my faith in Teddy. And our there's a third string quarterback there. He's he's a rookie.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: I'll put my I'll put my faith in him more than Teddy. But let's Damn. see what
0: happens. You
10: know, let's Ouch. see happening. They, they, they play the jets on sunday so we'll see let's
0: we'll see you sure you want to take that to sports center down on south beach tell them right there
10: <laughs> oh i'll tell them on sunday i don't care
0: okay so we'll go down to the sports center on sunday and we can have that conversation i'll be like y'all give marlon a chair. put it put him <laughs> he's gonna be one of the guys talking now because this is how he feels you usually make the right call you usually do i you know i'll say that but um Outado is like damn <laughs> you're killing Miami
6: right
10: now. And Teddy's a Miami dude. I think he went to Northwestern, I think. Yeah. Miami. Born and raised in Miami. Okay. You know,
12: back home, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good morning.
0: Everybody. Good morning, Otada.
12: Hey, Marlon, I have to respectfully disagree <laughs> on with with Teddy. That's, that's fine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is a hometown hero. He's he's had his opportunities in the league, and just never got to a stable situation. But when he has given been given that stable situation, he has performed. He can win a number of games, and it might be the number of games the Dolphins need behind that. They have a good team. Sad to say they do have a good team. And he could perform, mm. so I like. I personally would like to see Teddy get a real good shot because he. I I think he is a real good quarterback at the core, just never had the right right opportunity. He
10: what? had a good team back in the day, though. He had a good team um, in
12: back in Denver. Um,
10: I don't know. I will see. I,
12: I just. I don't know. You remember? He was with um, the Vikings, and he performed for fantastically with the um, the Vikings. Denver, not so much. It is Denver hasn't been Denver since uh, Jake Plummer's years. I mean, yeah, they won the Super Bowl behind Payne Manny, but fluke. There, they had a they had a defense winning for them.
10: Well, all right, man. For the next game, I'm invite you over so we can so I can laugh at you. Okay.
12: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> Well, I'm not even a Dolphins fan, Where, I don't
13: know. Where's the faith, Marlon? Where's the faith, brother? Come on, man. the
0: Listen, listen, Fabian, he loves Miami to death, okay? I've known Marlon for 20 years, right? And it's been Miami Dolphins, and I'd be like, you're wasting your time. They ain't going nowhere. So let him be the one to chop him up.
13: Man, this infighting, this Dolphin infighting can't continue, man. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify. I am not a Dolphins fan. <laughs> a
0: Who do you like, Altada? Oh,
12: yeah. We're getting trounced right now, Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. Oh, You're a
12: Pittsburgh fan, Steeler fan.
0: He's a yes, Steeler. The twenty-third. Oh, oh,
12: wow. The twenty-third. <laughs> Who said? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I
0: say wow too. Altada.
12: I could take my, my um, counseling.
0: <laughs> you on Sanibel Island right now?
12: Uh, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I could do.
0: <laughs> you out there? Cut off. No bridges to get back. <laughs> Gotta take the ferry. boy well onto our sports news Shaq opening to or he's opening up to teaming up with Jeff Bezos to buy the Phoenix Suns NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal said he would be interested in buying Robert Sarva's shares of the Phoenix Suns even teaming up with Jeff Bezos to make it happen speaking with TMZ Sports on Saturday Shaq explained he was interested in purchasing the team but had heard Jeff Bezos was also interested well Shaq is worth about I didn't think he was worth more than this, $400 million. But clearly, his pockets are not as deep as the Amazon founder. Nobody on this planet can compete with the big man JB, Shack said, because you know what? I just ordered 50 things off Amazon today. Big man JB got that money coming in. But if Bezos is open to bringing the four-time champ on board, He's open to having that conversation. If he wants me on board, I would gladly talk to him. But as far as trying to own a whole team by myself and go up against, let me tell you something. I'm scared of big man JB. Shaq O'Neal is scared. <laughs> it is not clear if Bezos is interested in purchasing Sarva's shares of the team, though. The disgraced owner announced his intentions to sell off a portion of of the team last month. After receiving a one-year suspension, he faced mounting pressure to step aside for using racist and misogynistic language. Why did I think Shaq was worth more than 400 million? He got all kind of businesses out there. Huh.
13: Yeah, that's crazy, I agree, moments. I thought he was worth closer to billion yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah. Every time you look up, he's pitching something. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Every time. He has Papa John's. He has um is it right guard? He, he, he's like everywhere.
10: But remember they don't declare all their income, so don't get it twisted.
4: That's true too. You're right. Yeah. Ooh, don't don't say that out loud. That's what I whispered. That's why I whispered tax <coming>
0: yeah i don't know um maria chan is still that's all i'm going to say yeah
10: but is the guy selling the team or is he selling a part of the team it
0: sounds as though from this article it sounds as though he's selling a portion of the shares he needs to give up everything
13: so, he's still going to be the
10: owner regardless.
13: He's, he's still- no, no, no. I'm not going The league is pressuring him to get just like Donald Sterling a couple years ago. The same scenario, but just worse. So, he's going to have to sell by, by a deadline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
11: But that guy's a question. That guy's not the owner, the complete owner of the team. He's selling his part of the team. Is that correct? That's what it's He's a majority
13: mean. owner. He's the majority owner. So he so he's yeah. selling yeah.
11: his, okay. But, but that- he doesn't hold the whole thing out right. He's not 100% owner, so that means they're buying what he owns. So that but, makes
0: sense? But here's the thing, Synette. He's The disgraced owner announced his intentions to sell off a portion. So he's still going to have a say, probably a minuscule scale, on a minuscule scale, but I think he needs to get rid of everything. He doesn't need to own anything. He needs to be shut out, period. That's it. Done. Bye. See ya. Let's
10: see. And then, then Sterling family bought some of his, his share. Um, if I can remember,
13: yeah, I think his wife huh. kind of funneled it to his wife.
10: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean don't say nothing, but he's still an owner. His wife. I'm just saying that's his money too. So
0: hey. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <sighs> but you, here's the thing, though why aren't more before i even make the statement let me ask the question how many black owners are there in the nfl whether part owners quarter owners one-eighth owner how many are there
13: i believe that number is zero
0: damn so fabian you want to tell Mm. me that With all these um, NBA players retired, they can't come together. No, it's.
13: NFL is zero. NBA is one. It's still Michael Jordan. The NBA has only had two owners in its its existence. it's Michael Jordan and Bob Bob Johnson from BET. That's it. So that's pretty, pretty bad.
0: Why don't we have more? Here's an opportunity. Here's a window of opportunity for them to say, hey, Shaq, you 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 want to put in this, I got this, we we got this. come let's let's get some stake ownership here
10: but the NFL is no, total- this is
0: the NBA sorry, not the NFL NBA
10: but I understand, but the NFL and the NBA is total two different teams. The NFL don't want no black owners. This is my opinion. yeah, this is run by other people right. I don't think they want any black owners in the NFL. NBA is a little different. Um But I want to believe though, if I, if I'm not lying, I believe there there's a black part owner in Denver. It's a lady where they just they just bought that team with with the Walmart guy. Somebody else put their money. I think,
0: ah, I think it's Condoleezza Rice. Yes, Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. Rice is yep. owner,
10: yeah, somebody. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, he's a part owner in Denver in, in, just bought the team. this series. But, but I- you got, yeah. Look it up and see
0: but Marlon we need more than that right and I think it's a shame because it's the black players that the people come out to see right they're the ones who bring the swag they're the ones who run the balls they're the ones who are going down the court they're the ones doing it but they're not the ones owning it and that's the problem I'm having when do you move from player to owner to stake owner when well,
10: NBA is different. I could speak. NBA got you know a couple of them in there. I think uh, I want to believe um, Dwayne Wade is a part owner of one of them teams too. Somewhere else, I think it's the Timberwolves or something like that. So, but NFL is is a total different ball game. Total different ball game. So I don't know what's going on in the NFL, but we'll see.
0: Okay, so I jumped on here. As of November 22nd, 2021, there are only six people of color with ownership across all three major U.S. sports, MLB, NBA, and the NFL. That can't be right. Please tell me that's wrong, Google. Please tell me that's wrong. You have eight celebrities who have a stake in sports teams, but we still need more black equity in sports. And this is according to an article written on Afrotech.com. So, hmm. yeah, we, we need more. This is not enough. This is not enough. So let's see. You have Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Will Smith, and Jada Pinkett-Smith. Usher, Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, Magic Johnson, Nellie, and Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child. She's part of the WNBA team, Chicago Sky. Nellie um, became a minority owner in the Charlotte Bobcats. Um, Magic Johnson, MLB, Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, also co-owns the Los Angeles Sparks of the WNBA and Major League Soccer Los Angeles Football Club. Um, Serena Williams. Mm, Which one is this? Los Angeles. Okay, the women's soccer team. Uh, Michael Jordan, 10% owner of Washington Wizards. He followed up with a 12% ownership stake in the Washington Capitals. He gave up the ownership of both in 2001 to return, and then he became majority-owned in 2010 for Charlotte Bobcats. Um, hmm, Charlotte Hornets as well. Okay. Usher, Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, minority stake. Usher's worth $180 million. Let it burn. All right. Will and Jada. Um Philadelphia 76ers, Minority State there. Um, Jay-Z, Brooklyn Nets. Mm. Is that good enough? No. Can more be done? Yes. Can we see the value in investing and owning a part of what? We rely on to make others wealthy. If I'm making sense.
4: Step up folks. I think that's the question.
0: Hmm. Hmm. (sighs) I don't understand it. We're okay with making others wealthy. But when it comes to investing in us. Or l- l- let me not jump the boat there. Is it that it's made hard for us to own? And okay, NFL probably don't want y'all up in there, but NBA is willing to you know, have you all in there. Is there a cap on how many? You're. Uh, why did I think Venus and Serena had some ownership in the Miami Dolphins at one point? I'm sure they did, unless they sold it. I know, I know J-Lo did, too, at one point. But anyway, yeah. Is it that it's difficult to get to the table? I think so. Okay.
10: As easy as it, it sounds, I think it's very difficult to even own a percentage of a team. It's not easy. I Whoever is running this thing, they're very picky, and I believe they only can they only allow a certain amount of people um, to have stakeholders, you know, in the team. And they need to get rid of that minority name and just say the owner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, that's. I, I think it's not easy. It's not easy. They pick and choose who they want, and they probably pick and choose because they can control these people. Who knows that too? They know. These, at the end of the day, these people know what they're doing. They, they they're not gonna put somebody in there who they who they can't control. You know, so
11: that's what oh. I think Marlon, you got that right so right. Do you remember that show on um HBO HBO some years ago? I think it's called Hardball with um The Rock,
0: Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. It was about football. Yep. hmm I also thought to put in the chat it's a private club. The NFL does not want certain demographics running the show and you can see it's that from owners who runs who are gonna pass it down and... yeah. <laughs>
11: who pass it down to their families and they have their multi-billionaire and they're not sharing those this they're not welcoming you to join the table. It's a it's a closed house. They don't want you. Yeah. So I don't I don't, I, I believe that there is some fact base in that. <laughs> that's why i agree so hardly with marlon i agree with him yeah there's a lot of factors in that they want to keep those doors closed hmm. and limit who you are to know. you have to have
0: you have to have the pedigree to be the owner <laughs> of those teams yeah oh boy i'm telling you well it's time for caribbean corner We have an update from the National Hurricane Center. Windward Islands should monitor the progress of a tropical wave. All eyes in the Caribbean continue It should be all eyes in the Caribbean as they continue to monitor tropical wave at the east of the Windward Islands. The U.S. National Hurricane Center, in its 8 a.m. update this morning, says showers and thunderstorms associated with a tropical wave located several hundred miles east of the southern Windward Islands have become slightly better organized since yesterday. Some further development of the wave is possible in a tropical depression, could form within the next few days while it moves generally westward at 15 to 20 miles per hour, reaching the Windward Islands in Eastern Caribbean Sea by midweek. Interests in the Windward Islands should monitor the progress of the system. Uh, yeah, it looks as though it's going to be heading across the southern part of the Leeward Islands, um, and covering Venezuela and a part of colombia that's what it looks like that's what it looks like all right so got to keep our eyes on that out of Grenada, government caps freight charges for imported goods as part of the government's efforts to alleviate the impact of external shocks on the grenadian population cabinet has approved the adjustment of freight in the calculation of duties and taxes on imported goods to reflect 2019 freight costs. The freight cap will be applied to the importation of all goods landed in Grenado during the period October 1, 2022 to March 31, 2023. The implementation of the cap will only see minor changes in the current processes of customs brokers and importers, who will follow existing processes in preparing the customs declaration. Commercial imports. For uh, commercial imports, there will be a requirement to identify freight actually paid on the valuation note of the customs declaration. Non-commercial imports, in the case of non-commercial imports, agents will input actual freight paid on the preparation of the simplified administrative document. The customs computerized system will make the necessary adjustments and apply the reduced freight or the calculation of duties and taxes. All other clearance processes remain the same. All right, so anyone in Grenada? That may be good news. If there's going to be a cap, people can't just do as they like. Um, yeah. some. I'm sorry. Something just popped up on my screen. Shooting incident in Turks and Caicos leaves police and others injured. I'm so tired of guns. Our next story out of Jamaica, Newsmaker Week Nation, stunned by two dramatic student deaths. This week's featured development as Newsmaker of the Week, well, last week's just ended, are the killings of two school children in contrasting circumstances within less than 48 hours, which left the nation stunned. One incident highlighted the continued indiscipline of students which has been grappling the nation's schools, which many suggest has been a spillover of the wider crime endemic that has long been engulfing the nation. The other tragic killing of a teenager was a case of mistaken identity as the trigger man was the victim's own father who mistook mistook his son for an early morning intruder. The incident was yet another indication of the fear of citizens relative to the crime situation locally, where over 1100 people have been slain so far this year. The victims relative to the fatal incidents are 15-year-old Raheem Shaw, a grade 11 student of Woolmers Boys School in Kingston, and 16-year-old Michonne Campbell, a fifth-form student of Kingston Technical High School, also in Kingston. According to police reports, young Raheem, who resided in Halsha St. Catherine, was shot at his home by his 51-year-old father, mistook him for an intruder early on Wednesday. It was reported that at about 3.15 a.m., the teenager's mother awoke to the sound of the front gate and grill to the premises being opened and alerted her husband, who is a licensed firearm holder. The man armed himself and ventured into the living room from where he reportedly heard the front door being opened and discharged three rounds through the door. Checks subsequently revealed that it was his son who was outside the door and the boy had been shot. Raheem was taken to the Spanish Town Hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. Days after the teen's death, there are still more questions than answers as to why Raheem was outside the family house at that hour of the morning. The now grief-stricken father was interviewed by the police in the presence of his attorney, Peter Champani KC, on Thursday. Oh, so they've already changed it from QC to KC. Okay. So it's now King's Council. All right. Early on Wednesday, grief counseling sessions were held for students and teachers at Wilma's Boys School, where Raheem was a sub-prefect.
4: So unfortunate. I want to (laughs) know... How do you just shoot through the door? Okay. Even Even if you think... Everyone is in the house. Don't you wait and see who's walking through your door before you shoot?
0: All right. So, got to go back in my family files. And I totally get what you're saying, Javette. I get it. Because I would think the same thing. So, years ago, a family member of mine was in the night. The dogs were barking. So, of course, you know the dogs are barking. That's a signal that someone is probably on the property. My cousin is calling out. Nobody's answering. No, But you're hearing sounds. You're just not seeing anything because it's dark out there. And the lights were out, if I remember well. And he keeps calling out, who is there? Who is there? And nobody answers. So he fired. Ended up killing somebody in the middle of the night when do you it's it's hard you're protecting yourself protecting your family you're calling out and nobody's answering you don't know what the person coming toward you is going to do or what they have because you can't see them well it turned out it was an employee of his why didn't the person answer? In this case, why didn't the son cry out and say, Daddy, it's me. Did the son sneak out of
10: the house? That's
0: what I think happened.
10: The father didn't know he left.
0: I think that's what happened.
10: Um, depend on, I'm not sure where they live. Um, so... I don't. I don't know. That's just sad. That
4: is just sad. It is sad. So moments. I'm a gun owner. Right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand that you don't know what's coming at you, but those people don't know what I have. True. So in my mindset, I am not shooting until I'm sure what I'm shooting at. And if that means I'm sacrificing myself before I shoot someone, that's fine. Because once I pull that trigger, I'm responsible for anything that happens after that. So for me, Mm -hmm. I have to be sure. Um, I I understand that people live in crime-ridden neighborhoods right and it can happen anywhere but that's just my mindset
0: mm-hmm. when it comes
4: to me discharging my gun
0: yeah fair enough fair enough it's a tough situation to be in it is tough what do you honestly do if you hear the grill grill work right so you hear the the gate and all of that being fumbled and you call out and nobody answers you know now someone's on your property what do you do is it that we panic so we shoot is it that we're just thinking self-defense so we shoot protection so we shoot what's going through our mind at that given point in time i don't know i don't know how i would react if i'm calling out and nobody's answering now, I will say this. It's important that you have light. Know, but you see, I'm here saying turn on your gate lights. But it's hard because the light bill high in Jamaica. And no, everybody can't afford to keep the lights on. In that case, then you know what? Here's a suggestion invest in solar powered lights for your gates. Where, you know, you have a little panel that's hooked up to your gate and you have the lights there so you can see what's going on. It's frightening. It is frightening.
4: It really is. And it, it's sad because as a parent, I mean, for the rest of his life, yeah, that's all he's going to think about. I think that's all he's going to think about.
0: Yeah. It has to affect him. It, he has to be devastated. Has to be. I believe the child snuck out. Am I going to say the child should not have snuck out? Yeah, he shouldn't have. Because, But at the same time, I know I used to sneak out. I know I used to do that. Thank God I'm alive.
10: Yeah, that is just sad. I mean, we all have done things where, you know, we're not happy or sneak out of the house. But my thing is, did the father call out to see who it is or you just... um Hear the door opening and just shoot. Got scared, panic and just shoot. I wonder.
0: I'm hoping he called. I really am hoping he called up. Please say and call out, and his son never answered. Huh. From
6: what I hear,
0: he just fired through the door.
10: He just fired through the door. Okay. Wow. <sighs> That's sad. Wow.
0: It's tough. It's tough. I was hoping, um, Kelisha you'd have said, you know, yeah, you heard that he called out and he didn't answer. I know in the case of my cousin, he so was calling out. To... Yeah, yeah, we don't know
11: all the details, but from what I gather, he never called out. He just had the three shots through the door.
0: It's tough. Ah. Oh. Young folks, I know I, I'm guilty. I've, I, I have done some things when I was a child. I, I, T-fold, KR, T-fold, T-fold car. I crushed the KR. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I look back on my child, my youth. Thank God I'm alive today. That's all I can say. I've taken some chances in my life. You know, you want to go somewhere where you're told no, you can't go, but you wait till everybody's asleep, and then you know we make sure the grill set right and the lock pad lock pod, and the grill set right, and you know you catch it away so it don't make no noise when your teeth out and you yeah. I guess it's a young people thing. Not all of us have done it. Some of you are good. Some of you are not like me. Not a rebel like me. So good for you. Some of us live on the edge. But it can cost us in the long run. Really unfortunate. Parents, anyone who owns a gun, um, let us rethink how we operate now, right? It's an opportunity to have a discussion and to revisit and... Or if you never visited it, to see about doing things a little differently. Because the life you take could be a loved one, right?
10: Probably should check the house first, too. like, Because, um, you know, you have kids, so I would...
0: Go straight to the kids' check, room first?
10: Check the house, make sure everybody's in bed. Move the sheets so they don't have no pillows. stuff up <laughs> we on.
0: We have to bust the secret.
10: <laughs> right, they sleep in and check the... <laughs> The rooms real quick, and then if nobody's there, you know it has to be somebody from the house. It's not there. Yeah. I know that that's my that's my opinion, but I know when you're frightened, or when you depends on the area, and when you're frightened, or when you're scared, and you you assume everybody should be home, so it shouldn't be anybody coming in your house. Yeah. Oh, you know, so it's a possibility. That's what happened. You assume everybody should be there, so it's yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a good um protocol. You hear something, you have kids. Check kids' rooms first and foremost. Check your children's rooms. Right. My mom easier said than done.
11: He
6: just
0: said that.
11: Yeah. yeah. Especially because and I sympathize with the family. It's wrong, it has to be a, because we live in Jamaica. You we know, live <sighs> It's hard. And that's that's just really what the root of it is. We live on the edge we're always in hyper we hyper vigilant. Yeah. Because of the reality that we live in. So so and, and it's reasonable. do not expecting some fifteen year old to be up there at three in the morning. Right. But it doesn't take anything away from the fact that teenagers do things. Yeah. And that doesn't make him a child. Um, it just happened and it's just an unfortunate situation.
0: It's yeah. very, very
11: unfortunate. Yeah.
0: Really unfortunate indeed. Our next story, U.S. $400,000 worth of cocaine seized at Sangster International Airport, British man held. Members of the police narcotics division are investigating a case in which approximately 8.5 kilograms of cocaine with an estimated street value of U.S. $400,000 was seized at the Sangster International Airport in Montego Bay St. James on Saturday, October 1. Reports are that at about 3.20pm, a British national was checking in to board a flight to Manchester, England when his luggage was searched. The drug was reportedly found concealed in false compartments of two of his bags. The passenger was arrested on reasonable suspicion of breaches of the Dangerous Drugs Act. His identity is being withheld pending further investigation by the police. Okay. Why why is his investigation being withheld? His I mean his identity, sorry? Is that protocol? I don't know. That
10: but didn't they have another bus in Saint Mary last week or something like that?
0: Was it St. Mary?
10: Or that airport in that private airport in Saint I think it's St. Mary. Oh,
0: ah, at the um Ooh, in Boscobel?
10: Um, one of those, I'm not sure exactly, but I had a big bus, I think it's last week or the week before. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Well, Jamaica is a transshipment point. You know, it's been a transshipment point for many years now. What? brethren. Brethren. If they never catch a death, I catch you when you're alive. Do they have dogs at the airport in um the UK? I don't know. Did I catch you one place or another? Let me just catch you a yard. Our next story out of Suriname, Government Considering Citizenship by Investment Programme. The government is seriously looking into granting citizenship to foreigners who want to invest in the country. That's according to President Chandri Santoki. When speaking in Parliament on Thursday, he disclosed that an expert team is studying the possibility of introducing a citizenship by investment program as he pointed out that the population numbering just over half a million will not be able to achieve the desired development and workers' from other countries will also be needed. Santoki said the country has enormous potential in the agricultural sector, tourism and mining, especially in gold, granite, oil and gas, which could attract foreign investment. And with the oil and gas, we look forward to the decision of the international oil companies regarding the final investment decision, which is projected for the coming year, he said. Adding that further development of those sectors not only requires significant capital, but also expertise and manpower that Suriname does not currently have in sufficient quantities. Consideration is also being given to allowing companies to recruit workers from abroad under certain conditions. Okay. So... That's nothing new. Many people, many countries around the world do offer that kind of program, citizenship by investment. So they're venturing into that avenue or venturing down that avenue. Time for us to take another quick break. When we return, it is, believe it or not, news and we also have a little entertainment news, so keep it locked. It's moving it Monday right here on Coffee and Toe. We do it in so style. styling. So
9: you touch yell, yes, you turn it up. Hey, yo, hey sweetness. The way you're rolling, the way you're rolling, my shop place is the PC.
0: music while you work or play don't forget to log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to help you get through your day the quality music zone coming up later on tonight 10 p.m eastern on qmzradio.com Radio.com, and right here on clubhouse it is days after dark join the crew moments with me rose solo sunette and marlon as we talk about the great expectation it's real relationship talk If you have not already done so, go ahead and download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. Jano Radio, it is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. you all of our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Glovehouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News On The Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. On Instagram, Moments score with underscore me underscore media. And you can follow me on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. And the me and everything is MI. It's Carnival weekend coming up this weekend in Miami. No, I'm not going, so that. I'm not ready yet. Not ready yet. next year though god willing i'm alive next year i am going i have a year to get my body right because i will be wearing those costumes yep i will be and
2: if
0: you see me out there next year uh just Just close your eyes and keep it moving. Don't say nothing. Whatever you see at carnival stays at carnival. Yeah, yes, Javette, I'm that person. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm.
4: I ain't got no behavior, none.
6: (laughs) No behavior.
4: You know, I have no problem with that. (laughs) And then, of course, my husband—he just looked at me and shake. He's like, "He don't dance,
0: right? He he doesn't dance." people will just look at me like, "Okay, is she alright?" <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I just don't have no behavior. <laughs> Teflon says Marlon would be there to keep me in check. No, he'll be there to pick me up when I drop. <laughs> the last soccer party I went to. So, the last soccer party I went to was on a boat. Um, some friends of ours, and it's so funny because. Our friend's wife, she's just standing there. And she can dance. Don't get it twisted. She can dance. But her and Marlon just standing there. So, of course, me and her husband, we dance and we carry on with the most. We don't care. They just there, they're just they just standing there looking at us, shaking their heads like, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> just waiting for us to be ready to go home. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be, ma- he'll be there to make sure I stay hydrated. Don't get drunk. <laughs> That's it. But the rest. Yeah, so help him, God. Yeah, I walk with a towel in case anything bursts, <laughs> anything pop I can't wrap up. Yeah, I have no behavior, but um, yeah, like parents waiting to pick up their kids. You <laughs> right. You're absolutely right, Tevon. <laughs> i don't know if you ever see that tiktok where they say um a couple couples are usually made up of two people one that's boring and one that's crazy he's not boring but you know what i mean i'm the crazy one don't worry about it <laughs> thank god he understands thank god he understands and he was he'd be the one to say okay shell that's it Mm-mm, no more you don't need anything else to drink you're good you <laughs> i don't know yeah you keep me check like that but once the music hit <laughs> so help you god <laughs> i might get to the ground and not be able to get back up but with doing these squats that i'm doing for the month of october you know something tasha we got to push it past october i think um this i feel motivated as much as my legs are hurting me right now And I have to do my squats after I get off. Because if I don't get it out of the way, I I, I can't probably see what's going to happen later on. And I don't want to give up. I'm not consistent when it comes to exercise. I'm not. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. But I think, Tasha, we need to continue it past the month of October. And it's not about getting a banging body or trying to have a nice butt or whatever. I think it's about health. It's really more about health. You know, we have to take care of our cardiovascular system, right? Um, our hearts, we gotta take care of that. If you're going up the steps and you get tired and you're only halfway there, yeah, chances are we need to do something about it. If we, you know, take a couple steps down the road and we're like, oh my gosh, I gotta stop. Oh, oh Lord, yeah, we need to do something about it, right? It's about our health. First and foremost. And the body part, that's the benefit. <laughs> that's a fringe benefit, right? <laughs> so we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it going. Thank you, Tasha. Appreciate you for throwing me in it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna stick it out. And don't listen to Marlon when Marlon tells him I tell mega Tasha say you're not a nothing. you barely do anything. I did my squats, Tasha. I did my squats. Okay.
10: I should just call me after the show. I'll tell you what's going on.
0: Marlon, my lightning strike you. I did my squats. You're not gonna do that. Whatever. Goodbye, Marlon. Oh, we forgot to talk about out of Latin America. Nicaragua leader calls Catholic Church a dictatorship. Mm, interesting. So Nicaragua's president Daniel Ortega has called the Catholic Church. A perfect dictatorship for not allowing members to elect the Pope. In the church, everything is imposed. It's a perfect dictatorship. It's a perfect tyranny, Ortega said during a televised speech on Wednesday to mark the 43rd anniversary of Nicaraguan police's establishment. If they're going to be democratic, let them start with Catholics voting for the Pope, for cardinals, for bishops. The church in Nicaragua has been under increasing government pressure since the 76-year-old leader accused it of backing the protests against his government in 2018. A crackdown against the demonstrators killed hundreds. Ortega maintains the protests were part of a United States-backed opposition plot to unseat him and accused bishops of complicity. Well, guess what Ortega? I think history does tell you. No, I did not, Tasha. I did not tell her myself. I did my squats. Marlon is a hater because he doesn't want to do it with me. But anyway, I am Nicaragua President Daniel Ortega, this is nothing new, right? Um, if they're not a dictatorship, they support dictatorship. And history should tell you they support tyranny. They support a lot of things that should not have happened in history as it relates to humanity. Right. Um, And I would say, don't worry about them. Who says you have to have the Catholic church be the predominant church in your country? I know it is predominant throughout Latin America, but it doesn't have to be. You, You can turn the tide, go in a different direction. Right. You recognize the situation. You recognize the problem. Don't be afraid to break away. Right. Not at all. Venezuela releases seven jailed Americans and U.S. frees two prisoners. Venezuela freed seven Americans in exchange for the release of two nephews of President Nicolás Maduro's wife, jailed for years by the United States on a drug smuggling conviction. The swap of the Americans on Saturday, including five oil executives held for nearly five years, is the largest trade of detained citizens ever carried out, by the Biden administration. These individuals will soon be reunited with their families and back in the arms of their loved ones where they belong, President Joe Biden said in a statement. Today, after years of being wrongfully detained in Venezuela, we are bringing home the seven men, the president cited by name we celebrate that seven families will be whole once more the prisoner swap amounts to a rare gesture of goodwill by maduro as the socialist leader looks to rebuild relations with the u.s after vanquishing most of his domestic opponents the deal follows months of back channel diplomacy by washington's top hostage negotiator and other U.S. officials, secretive talks with a major oil producer that took on greater urgency after sanctions on Russia put pressure on global energy prices. Those freed include five employees of Houston-based Citgo, Tamu, Vidal, Jose Luis Zambrano, Alirio Zambrano, Jorge Toledo, and Jose Pereira. They were lured to Venezuela in 2017 to attend a meeting at the headquarters of the company's parent state-run oil giant PDVSA. Once they were there, they were hauled away by masked security agents who burst into a Caracas conference room. (laughs) I'm looking for more to come out of this. This is not the end. There is more to it. That's all I must say.
10: That's an old trade. That's no
0: um, bingo yeah
10: they want oil from venezuela that's all
0: right it is. there you said it because remember when the the um whole story came to the forefront a couple months back we had the conversation they were now courting venezuela because of that so why didn't they have venezuela at the summit of the americas why why, why weren't i there you knew you were going to be doing this because you have your eyes set on the oil in venezuela because now there is a situation in 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 russia and the ukraine so you have your eyes set on oil in venezuela so you now have done the tango and you're doing it very well so if you're ready to do the tango with um venezuela can we have you dance the salsa with cuba i'm not sure what it is in nicaragua lift the embargo that you have in place stop the foolishness having your hand around someone's neck a whole country's neck because their their values or their morals don't align with yours is a form of a dictatorship the very thing you are fighting them about is the very thing you're doing let's be real about it diplomatic dictatorship is what it is yeah In Believe It or Not stories, a 12-year-old Texas girl accused of shooting her father and then herself as a part of a murder plot with another child died two days following the incident, the Parker County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post on Wednesday. Who uses Facebook? People still use Facebook? (laughs) I shouldn't say that. Let me be myself. Authorities said the incident occurred at 11.30 p.m. on September 20 at a home in Weatherford, Texas in Northwest Parker County, which is about 40 miles west of Fort Worth. Investigators believe the girl shot her father before fleeing the scene and shooting herself. A handgun was found lying underneath the girl. During investigations, hmm, it's believed that the 12-year-old girl was planning the shooting. Wow. Wow. So, that's sad. Authorities discovered the 12-year-old from Weatherford had planned for several weeks to murder her family and pets and had been in contact with another juvenile female from Lufkin, Texas, regarding the murder plot. Lufkin is more than 200 miles southeast of Parker County. According to investigators, the girl in Lufkin had also planned to kill her father but did not go through with the plan. After the murders, the girls had planned to drive to Georgia. <sighs> Are you hearing me, Sinet? Please tell me you're hearing me. Yeah.
4: Yes, we hear you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Twelve years old. You're gonna kill your your plan to kill your family and the pets. How many of us growing up liked when our parents had to discipline us? How many of us? How many of us liked when rules were put in place for us? How many of us liked hearing no? If all of you say yes, well, you're the perfect children.
10: Definitely not me. I used to get my ass tearing up every day. (laughs)
0: I got my fair share of ass whoopings. I think I got an ass whooping every week. I was a rebel. I pushed that envelope. You tell me no, that's like telling me yes. I'm going to find a way. I I remember once I told him, I I said I was going to run away. (laughs) Where the hell I was going, I don't know. But to kill my parents? Hell to the no.
10: But I don't know. For some reason, kids then and kids now are different. I don't know what it is. But they're totally different. They just... I don't know. They're just different.
0: To kill your parents because you don't like what they do? or how they discipline you, or how they, to kill them. Run away then. Run away. If that's your resolve, run away. But, but don't kill your... Now look at what happened. You end up dead. I told my mother I can still feel the beat, them then mommy used to get... Oh, gosh. <gasps> oh, yeah.
10: You probably deserve every single you one.
0: You know what, Marlon? I was not that bad. When I compared what you I know. do to what these kids nowadays are doing, no.
10: You deserve every stroke when I <laughs> your mother.
4: So. You, you know what I think, Moments? Yeah. I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I say it to people I know.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: We are allowing children... To feel that they are the same as adults. Yeah. They can speak as adults. They can do as adults. And there's no hierarchy. Yep. And I think that's one of the problems.
0: Yep. Yep. I said it earlier. I said it earlier, that Parents are more interested in being friends than being parents first. Right. But it's a style of parenting. These kids nowadays couldn't survive on the food with parents. I don't think they could. I don't think they could. I don't think they could. You remember getting your hair... Co- Sorry, go ahead, Marlon. Go right ahead. And I, was,
10: I agree with Ms. Javette. She's correct. That's yeah, so.
0: Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. Come to think of it, I wasn't that
10: bad. Yeah, you have to think about it, huh? <laughs> That's alright.
4: <laughs> he coming for you today, Moments. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you I don't What did I do to you,
0: Bada? <laughs> gosh yeah but um i'm really thinking back yeah hmm. there's no I, I had a bedtime monday to um sunday to thursday i had to be in bed at a certain time there's no ifs or buts about it during the week you're only allowed to watch school's challenge who remembers that news and school's challenge homework must be done on a saturday you had to have no tv nothing before 12 o'clock you had to have your assignments completed if you do not have no homework go on up a book and read study something <laughs> yeah washing your hair was a saturday thing i hated that oh my gosh and then you have to sit still to get your hair combed. That it to know Damn! And you get that conking in your head if you don't move too much.
4: Yeah. No sleeping. No sleeping in on the weekends. If I'm up, you're up. Let me tell you something.
0: That was my dad. He just want to see you turn. <laughs> you can't get up. Got to be up. Come on. Gotta be up. Sleep in which part? Try get up. There are things
4: to be done. <laughs> right? Nah, even when we didn't have things. If my mother was up at 5 o'clock, we had to be up at 5 o'clock. Yes, son. son, love to catch
10: you in the bed. Yep. Exactly. Be done.
0: Oh, my father. He was something else with that. Mm-hmm. He dare not disturb my mother, though. (laughs) Dare not. But he coming for you. Yeah. Kids need to understand that. It's not easy being a parent either. It's not easy. It is not easy. And a lot of parents mask a lot of things. And it's not until we become parents that we understand what our parents were trying to protect us from. Right? We just do it a different way. We do it a different way. When I was told no, I was not given an explanation for the no. It was just no. Period. That's it. You dare not ask for no back of, back and forth with oh no X with our children we explain the rationale for the no so that they... <laughs> right so I believe there needs to be a balance there are times when there's a hard no and you don't really need to give an explanation Right, there are times when that happens. You're like, no, 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 and sometimes the explanation can't come because at the moment that you are confronted with a situation, it just has to be a quick hard no. You don't have the chance to get into the reason behind the no, and we have to understand. Children have to understand. No, okay, must be a reason why my parents are telling me no. Must be a reason. But as kids, we're not thinking about that, right? We're thinking about self as children. But it's not until you become a parent, as I was saying, that you understand the decisions that your parents made were to protect you and to preserve you, to make sure you live. Because no parent wants to bury a child. The order of life is that children bury their parents, right? So they'll do whatever it is to try to keep you in line so that you can live stay out of trouble doesn't always work because we still get ourselves in trouble sometimes right but children please it's for your best interests just honor your parents they say right and of course by now in entertainment news I think we all know that Coolio passed away at the age of 59 how many songs did coolio have i don't even know did he have a lot of songs i don't know he had a couple he had a couple uh, he had
10: an album one thing maybe one i'm not sure how many albums but he had some
0: the one song that sticks out for me is gangsters paradise right that that sticks out. i think that's the one that most people know um i go again <laughs> Okay, I'm not even going to try right now. Yeah, his real name is artist Leon Ivy Jr. His nationally successful hit was back in 1995. And that was Gangster Paradise from the Dangerous Minds soundtrack. So, you know, we got to look that up, right? But yeah, so unfortunate. Um, James Earl Jones signed away the rights to his voice. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. So um, anyway, let me not assume anything. Let me get into it. James Earl Jones announced that he is retiring his iconic Darth Vader voice. According to Vanity Fair, the 91-year-old actor signed over the rights to the famous Darth Vader voice. Jones gave the rights to filmmakers who plan on using a blend of recordings and AI technology to recreate his voice. For upcoming Star Wars films, a Ukrainian startup respeacher says they plan to archival recordings and a proprietary AI algorithm to create new dialogue with the voices of performers from long ago. Lucasfilms also plans to inform the actor about their plans for Vader and heed his advice on how to stay on the right course. All I want to know is, is he getting paid? I don't see where any dollars and cents was exchanged. I, thats I hope he's getting paid for
10: his voice. His voice is in Lion King as well? Isn't his voice um, Lion King the father? I think so. Muf-
0: what's the father? Is it Mufasa? What's the, what's the father's name in Lion uh, King?
10: I don't remember. Well, I think it's his voice as well.
0: I think so. You know, you may be right. But he has a very distinct voice, very distinct. You can't miss it. So, yeah, all I want to know is that he got paid. So remember this one, that mystical forced his alleged rape victim to pray with him first. How sick can you be? How sick can you be? mystical is now being accused of forcing his alleged rape victim to pray with him before sexually assaulting her according to all hip-hop prosecutors claim that the rapper wanted to rid the woman of any bad spirits in her body before the incident occurred okay so you wanted to rid her of any bad spirits to put your bad spirit in her? in her Are they, is mystical okay i think he needs psychiatric help you, pr-
4: you, you, It's not proven yet.
0: Hey, DJ Mikey. DJ Mikey says, excuse my manners. Good day, everyone. <laughs> Good day, Mikey. Wikipedia- so Javette said, Wikipedia says, Coolio has eight studio albums, two compilation albums, and 22 singles. All right. Thank you, Javette. Thank you for looking that up for us. Appreciate it. Yeah. If you're unaware, the unidentified woman says the alleged rape happened on July 30th at Mystical's home. The woman states that the rapper was high on drugs and accused her of stealing $100 from him. She claims that Mystical became angry and physically attacked her. The rapper was so upset that he allegedly pulled the braids out of her head, confiscated her keys, cell phone, and prevented her from leaving his home. In addition, the woman says Mystical threw rubbing alcohol on her before calling for a few Hail Marys. She eventually escaped and was treated at the Baton Rouge General Hospital for injuries. Mystical was arrested at his home the following day on charges of first-degree rape domestic abuse battery strangulation and robbery later on he received illegal possession of Xanax possession of heroin possession of meth possession of marijuana and possession of drug paraphernalia oh gosh mystical you probably gonna be in retirement now for a long But,
10: yeah, but you know what it happened to him before If I think it's one or two times before and you got out of jail. At the end of the day, why do you have people at your house? Drugs. No, you've been there. You've been in the same situation before. Even for Lighter Martel Paya, you went to jail for the same thing, and you just did not learn.
0: Yeah.
10: No, you didn't learn. So sometimes you just have to throw the keys away, you yeah. know, because you
0: didn't learn. But. Do you think, Marlon, it's the drugs? Because a lot of times when people are on drugs, their cognizance is off. Um,
10: I I understand that. And it can be the drugs as well. But um, I don't know. He just, I don't know.
0: So that, that being said then, do you think that the whole law enforcement system needs to be overhauled? If a person is on drugs It's putting them in jail the answer because when you let them back out it's not only going to cause them with no rehabilitation right there's they didn't go through a rehab process to have the drugs come out of their system which would i would say would probably minimize the possibility of them getting back on drugs instead of you put them in jail where there's no rehab so when they get back out he goes back and does the very same thing
10: yeah but a lot of these a lot of these jails have rehabs but a lot of these rehabs are worse and the jail is the biggest drug place ever
0: oh that's true you
10: know so you could get any drug you want in jail i don't care what it is you can get it in there you know and people get their money But remember i'm gonna put my business out there i have a brother who's on drugs been on drugs for years yeah and he everything he wants in jail. He's in jail and he get everything he wants in jail. So I know for Mm -hmm. a fact. So is it easy to kick it? No, it's not easy to kick the drug habit. But if if you're in jail or rehab, you're going to get what you want. So the system is designed like that. You have to want it for yourself. You have to want it and you have to put up the fight for yourself. It's not going to be easy. But you have to want it. That's the only way you're going to kick that habit. You know, that's how I look at it.
0: Yeah. But do we think that they need to change the the laws? Meaning you should be able to put your relative in rehab without them consenting to it. Why is it that we're waiting for them to decide I want help?
10: I don't know that's I guess you know I don't know, I really don't know, but what they need to do too is if you want a good rehab, you have to have good money, you have to be rich, yeah, yeah. if you want to go to these rehabs in California or wherever they're at, it's expensive to send you you know if you don't have millions, you can't send them there. They need to create rehabs like that for people who can who can't afford it and give them good treatment as well. Because a lot of them wanna get off of drugs but they can't their parents can't afford it. Yeah. So they there's, there's little cheap ones and the cheap ones is one where they don't give two shits what happened to you. So, you know, I don't know. It's just sad.
4: Yeah. I don't know why I'm seeing two sulas. But um even the people that have money, we see that they go back on drugs as well. So is it the Having the money that helps, or the type of treatment that may help someone—that's a
0: valid question. I think it's a type of treatment. um, Javette has to be.
10: Yeah, his treatment. Yeah, the treatment. Yeah, you're right,
0: Marlon. Every time his brother gets out, Marlon says, "Oh, Brad Jr., come out on
4: vacation,"
0: and I'm like, "Marlon, that's not nice."
4: He's like, "It's the truth." I have to be honest with you, besides weed, <laughs> that's why I've never tried anything else stronger than that, mm-hmm. because for some people, even in my past, there's some people can be um, alcoholics and coke heads, and they can still go about their lives, but then there's others that it just takes over their lives for the rest of their lives. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Marlon let me ask you a question if you don't mind sharing how did your brother end up being addicted to drugs do you know
10: if I can remember I think it's high school Um, he um, tried it in high school when he was going to high school here and that was it him and his friends they, they did it and he never got off of it so and it's been a long time now that's that's what I can recall. Uh, if he tried it before, I don't know. But I know in high school, when I found out, you know, he was doing it, I was trying to talk to him, and we took him everywhere to get him help. But he just keep relapsing every minute, you know. So I don't know. I know if we have tried, we do. Do we have the money like that to put him in the right rehab? No. But we tried the system. The system. Um, we you know went through the system to get him help but um but i he has to want to help himself yes the system is not the best thing to put your child and as miss Joe said money does not it's, it's it's the treatment I agree but you have to want it as well and I, I don't think he wants it personally I think you feel better when he's high um I guess he's blocking stuff out he have other issues going on with him too so and he's suppressing a lot of stuff so and he thinks everybody hates him so hey yeah.
4: thank you for sharing I I honestly think that some of the drugs really takes over a person's mentality even if they want to get off it they can't yeah
0: It's truly sad. So, a New York judge threatens Rudy Giuliani with jail time if he does not pay his ex wife $225,000 that is owed to her. So, during a hearing last week, Friday, Um, There's for an ongoing legal dispute between the former couple, which Rudy didn't attend. Manhattan judge Michael Katz warned the ex-politician that he could go to jail if he failed to pay $225,000 plus the legal fees owed to her. That's according to Radar Online. Okay, come on. What's your name? Giuliani. That's nothing for you. That's like a penny for you, right? Just pay her the money and keep it moving. Don't put yourself through that, please. And Trevor Noah is going to be leaving the Daily Show after seven years. I I love this guy. I love his rhetoric. I love his style. I, I just love him. Trevor Noah is leaving. The South African comedian made the announcement on Thursday. Yeah. Addressing his audience, Noah remarked that it has been seven years since he took over the reins of the show from former host John Stewart in twenty fifteen I never dreamed I would be here. I sort of felt like Charlie in the chocolate factory. I came in for a tour of what the previous show was, and next thing you know, I was handed the keys. Noah said that, looking back at his journey over the last seven years, he feels an overriding sense of gratitude. I remember when we first started, so many people did not believe in us, but God did. It was a crazy bet, and what a journey it has been. He said, noting that the show has grown around the world. It has been absolutely amazing, something I never expected. He said he realized that after seven years, his time is up. Noah said he loved hosting the Comedy Central show, describing it as one of his greatest challenges and joys he said however that he wants to spend more time doing stand-up comedy and i guarantee you he's going to have sold out shows i'll miss him I, yeah no timeline is set yet first departure though so we'll continue to enjoy him for the meantime who else watches him i don't watch a show i watch clips right i'll go to the youtube channel and i'll watch little clips and that sort of thing that's how I enjoy him.
4: He he is hilarious. I, I really enjoy him.
7: I, I love him. <laughs> I wonder who's gonna take over from him. I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope know. I hope it's not I hope it's not Nene Leaks.
0: You know what? On that note I'd have to do the on-air wrap-up clubhouse. I'll be right back <laughs> with you. Oh my god, and what if Nene Lee? She might be very good, you don't know. (laughs) Thank you to all our listeners who logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to QMZRadio.com for quality music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone who logged on to JanoRadio.com. Download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Well, of course i have to say a big thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i am moments with me and you were listening to coffee into world news on the go we do this every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views it's always always great conversation I feel shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok, moments with the media. And the I mean everything is mi. Coming up later on tonight, 10pm Eastern, live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Also here on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens, it is Days After Dark, real relationship talk. Join the crew, Moments With Me, Rose Solo, Sunette, and Marlon, as it, you know we take on the next topic, The Great Expectation. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask you this one thing that you please be safe in. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, right here on QMZRadio.com and Janoradio.com. This is Moments With Me, signing out. Clubhouse, I'll be right back.